0: (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts.
1: And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. Yes, and we are. We are cheering to our health. Yes, Because this we week are. we are talking how to manage our health. Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to be talking about the essential doctor's appointments you need to make every year. Okay, your little annuals. Yeah. Have we done it? Are they on the books? Mm-hmm. Let's, mm, we'll get to mm-hmm. it. How your health needs to change over time. Uh-huh. So we're getting older and mm-hmm. gotta, what, what do we need to be doing? Because it's exactly. not always going to stay the same, everybody. It, right. And then just some general healthy habits to adopt so that you can maintain your health. You can feel like your best self. It's a new year. Yeah. We're trying to look cute. We're trying to We're feel try- cute. Yes. Be cute. Be healthy. All of the above. All of the above. And then at the end, we're going to be playing over,
1: under. A little overrated, underrated. Ooh, I'm very excited.
0: But first not what are we drinking on our health episode? All which right. Is, well, they do say red wine. We did find facts before that red wine oh, is yeah. good for your Red health. wine is very and this good is for your health. is
1: a red. Mouth. Yeah, all of the, like, blue zones or whatever, they drink wine every day. So <clears throat> this is a... Sterling from Calistoga, which is in Napa Valley. Okay. It is a Sangiovese.
0: Oh, Sangiovese.
1: Sangiovese. I love so, the way that sounds. I know. Will we love the Will we love how it tastes to be determined. To be determined.
0: Drinking ah, for our health. This aha. is good for us.
1: Cheers to our health.
0: Cheers. Clink. Mm-hmm-hmm. Now, I realized, we, I, okay, have we talked about this on the podcast? Have we talked about the significance of Mikey's in our life?
1: We've definitely, I'm sure we've referenced Mikey's, just like, but not the significance of Mikey's.
0: So if you guys don't know, and we've never really brought it up, but I just feel like it does need to be addressed because something's very important in our lives. It is. Mikey's is this, you would think it's a chain, but, but it's not. It's not. How do you explain it? You
1: need to explain it. I can't explain the Mikey's thing. Just, like, the overall Mikey situation. Yes, the overall Mikey situation, then our future of Mikey. Yes, yes, yes. So, Mikey started when Corinne was having problems with her computer, and... Was it the key that kept falling off? No, the the key, that I gotta go back. Oh, okay, we gotta go back. It was a a separate issue. And she took it to a place called Mikey's that fixes computers. It was called Mikey's Hookup. (gasps) Mikey's Hookup. Mikey's Hookup. Mm -hmm. And
0: I was real sketched out about Mikey's Hookup, okay? I was like, what the fuck? The Apple stores were closed because it was COVID. And I went there, had the most amazing experience of my life at Mikey's Hookup. At Mikey's Hookup. The computer came back 10 days early. Fixed, oh my god! No data lost. <gasps> cheaper than the Apple Store. It was incredible.
1: Oh my god! Okay. Well, if my computer ever goes down, I'm definitely going to go there first. Yes. Before I even go to the Apple Store.
0: So then, like almost like the next week after this Mikey's hookup thing, I find a car wash called Mikey's Car Wash. Mikey's Car Wash spelled exactly the same way. M I K E Y S. Yes. And I go. Mikey's Car Wash is the best place on earth. It's just
1: Mikey's Car Wash. Is
0: unbeatable. Unbeatable. It's like, is this to say Mikey? Because the the quality's there. Yes. If Mikey's involved,
1: the quality's there. Exactly. Which is why we decided we were so Corinne and I, as you guys all know. Speaking of health, we're gluten free. We're gluten free. Not really by choice. No, no by no, force. No, 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 no. And shockingly, I think L.A. really does not have that many like gluten free, gluten
0: free restaurants.
1: Like. If any. There are ones that have a lot of options, but it's not fully. Yes. But whenever we travel, we find ones. That's 100%. Yes. And they're always like in places that you would never think. Mm -hmm. Atlanta. Atlanta. New Orleans. Like these places, they have full blown 100. You can order anything on the menu. So basically this brings Corinne and I to tears every time we find one of these places because it's like so freeing. Yes, it is. So we've decided at some point in our business venture. We're going to make a gluten-free restaurant 100% here in L.A., and it will be called... Mikey's. Mikey's. It'll be Mikey's Restaurant. Yeah. and And Because the quality will be there. Yeah. And
0: we just feel like... And I would love to be in business partnership with this Mikey's. Yes. But if we have to do it on our own, we will. But we can just guarantee that quality is going to be there if it's called Mikey's Restaurant, even though our names are not
1: Mikey. Right. But, (laughs) hey, it's almost like Mikey is like... An angel entity. Right. It just it's blesses. It's a standard that we're yes. trying to achieve. Yes. Like it's... a godlike figure. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, we have to stand Mikey's. And I just went and got my car washed at Mikey's, which was a mistake because it did rain like two days later.
0: Yeah, I didn't get mine purposely. And then we've been going to lunch and I'm like, nah, you can't get in my car because it's not she clean. She will
1: not let me in her car.
0: Because we went to that horse show and there is literal <laughs> horse shit basically <laughs> oh on, it meshed god. into the carpet and i'm like i can't have people in my car like this is insane this is insane
1: <laughs> oh my god so
0: i will be at mikey's car wash this
1: weekend uh-huh. find me
0: there and then guys stay on um the edge of your seat for the for mikey's gluten-free
1: restaurant yeah we'll let you know when that opens up in about 10 years chicken tendies you oh gotta, because you know, I walked out of somewhere the other day and I smelled well, there's all those like hot chicken places now too. Oh my I would god. love to have a, a, a Mikey's hot chicken. There's that hot chicken place on Melrose, yeah. and I'm just like dying for them to have a option. Yeah, I would love chicken and waffles option, Ooh. French toast. Oh my god,
0: it's gonna be all of everything. Uh, everything that you could love, we will have it there. Yeah, low inflammatory.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mikey's, Mikey's low inflammatory gluten free restaurant.
0: <laughs> so appetizing. Okay. Well, looking up. Let's get into the episode and why we chose the topic of like how to take care of ourselves, how to manage our health. Yes.
1: Well, it's very easy as adults to just kind of let things go. Our parents aren't. They're not booking the appointments. Right. Also, we let things slide. Yeah, and we don't have things like I used to have to get physicals every year for like sports. In school. school. school, you had to get, like, your little shots. Yeah. So you're not going to get into with, with Matt. Uh-huh. And now as adults, you don't have to do that. So it's very easy to just kind of let things go to the waist. And there's, you know, other priorities that you're like, well, I can just put this off. Da-da. It's also just, like, easy to forget that you're, you're supposed to do that. Because also, as an adult, I have realized time goes by 15,000 times faster. Yeah. So I'm like, holy shit, another year has gone by? <laughs> And here we are. And here we are, which
0: is we're gonna talk about annually first. Talking yes. about the year and what you need to be doing every single year, you guys. And I I know you don't want to, but you have to. Yes. Okay? Yes, yes, we, yes. Need, we need our AMIs healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first thing, the most important thing, you guys, is you need to do your annual physical with a primary care physician. Mm. This is your chance to mention any complaints or concerns about your health. And your doctor will also likely quiz you about your lifestyle behaviors. So like your smoking, you know, any excessive drinking, sexual health, diet, exercise. The doctor will also check on your vaccination status and update your personal and family medical histories. So you can be like, oh, yeah, my, no, my grandma ended up having a
1: heart attack. Yeah. This year
0: so can you like put that in my little chart Uh so we can uh just be aware
1: and here's what you can expect from a physical so a medical professional they're going to weigh you measure you take your blood pressure and your pulse sometimes more than once just to be sure just be extra sure Yeah. yeah you know yeah laboratory work that's another thing you can expect your doctor he or she might want to take blood samples and analyze for cholesterol blood sugar other tasks getting blood work oh my god i don't i love it
0: i live for it do you watch i turn my head and then i just yeah. kind of give her my arm but i'm totally cool with like whatever i could i could right. if i wanted to but i just like love getting a little it feels like All a little personality test uh, it really like, does what's going on i
1: know i i gray out if i look it i don't know it comes out
0: so fast the only part that gets me is when they change
1: the tube oh yeah You know what I'm talking about? They like put in the new one and it's it's like, like, yeah, I don't like that part. I don't like that part. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Blood. Blood muffin. Blueberry Blueberry. muffin. (laughs) Gen Z is listening like, what the fuck are you talking about? One of the first YouTube videos ever. Ever. Like literally ever. Okay. Anyways. Your physical, they might also go over your medical history, questions about lifestyle, habits, you know, what we were saying, the drinking, the smoking, all of it. Also, time to mention any little health concerns. If you're like, oh, this feels weird. This is mm, yeah. kind of been funny. Mm-hmm. And then they will also do a little heart and lung exam. So using a stethoscope, your doctor will listen to your heartbeat and your breathing.
0: We've all done it, guys. We've we all, all know what done it, is. it. And but just in case you forgot. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people don't do their annual because they don't have a primary care doctor. Right. Which I feel like also a lot of men for some reason, they'll be like, I haven't been in the doctor in 15 years. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, why? Exactly. (laughs) So if you don't know which health insurance plan you have or understand how your health insurance works or how to even get health insurance, you can just pause right here really quick and go listen to episode 29 called What the Fuck is a PPO? Mm -hmm. And you can learn... From there, how to find a primary care doctor given your health insurance situation. But just very, very briefly, just to give you guys a few tips on how to find a primary care doctor. Find a doctor that's in-network. Ensuring that you select an in-network doctor will help you avoid a surprise, quote, out of network charge Mm -hmm. or having to pay in full out of pocket because the doctor you selected doesn't accept your insurance plan which sucks and a lot of times when you're making the appointments they ask you like okay just double check before you come here also you want to find a doctor with expertise that meets your needs so now that you have you know this list of in network doctors you can begin narrowing it down and there are several different types of doctors that will be identified as a primary care doctor it's typically like family practice internal medicine or just general practice Mm -hmm. And also to find a primary care doctor, you can ask for referrals. So many people feel comfortable visiting a physician who is recommended by someone they know, like a family member or coworker or a friend. So you can ask around and see like who your friends visit. Yeah. We kind of share doctors, Natalie and I.
1: But you don't go to a primary care, right? I don't. Mm-hmm. I do not. But yes. I'll comment on that in a sec. Okay. Because I want to get into how often you should go yeah so if you're healthy and you're in your 20s and 30s which probably most of us listening are yeah you can come in like every two years or so okay beyond that you should make it an annual habit so i still go like every year i feel like right now
0: i'm at a year and a half because of
1: COVID, yeah, like I haven't been in. Yeah. But if you have like a chronic disease, so you got diabetes, COPD, something like that, definitely see them more frequently, no matter how old you are. So that's why I don't have a primary care physician, because I, your resident diabetic, I have to go every three months to my endocrinologist. And, and you do all the blood work. Oh, yeah. Every single time. Full blood panel. And so it's all the stuff that they would do. Yeah. Plus my diabetes stuff. Yeah, I'm going, like, four or five times a year. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a little different for me. A little bit different. Yeah. But if you're a healthy gal and you're, like, 26, maybe you go every other every year. Every other year. Hey, why not? Another annual
0: appointment you got to make if you were born as a female
1: With a a uterus? Born with a uterus. That's what
0: it is. I just want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. Born with a uterus. Yes, that's not born as a woman. You can be born as a woman and not be born Uh with a uterus. Women should begin seeing a gynecologist at the age of 21, regardless of sexual activity. Your physician will perform, you know, like a pap smear, the pelvic exam, the breast exam during your annual visit. And these exams are a preventative measure that will check for signs of infection, growths, abnormalities, and cancer screenings. A yearly mammogram is also recommended for women starting at age 45 and women that have a high risk of, you know, family history of, like, breast cancer or anything. I haven't yet started the mammogram yet.
1: Do you have breast cancer in your family? No.
0: Oh, okay. But my mom just talks about how much she hates it.
1: Everybody talks about how much – and then – but I think – I mean, when I picture it, I'm like, oh, hell no. Really? I think because I have small boobs, I'm like – it's oh. be, it'll be fine. Oh you can smash God, it. me and my boobs! I'm like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please don't. <sighs> so talking about boobs, the breast exam—they're gonna check for lumps, but also you should do that like once a month. You know, the self exam—you gotta just sort of check around, see what. I'm see kind what's of doing it on. now. I know both. Like, of We're sort of just like everything hmm, feels. Hmm, okay. feels fine. <laughs> You'll also do a pap smear at your annual with your gyno to screen for cervical cancer. But some uh, gynecologists are suggesting now that if you're healthy and you don't have a history of reproductive cancers, you could do a pap smear every two years since it only screens for cervical cancer and not for any STDs. So you don't have to do the claw. Oh God! Or do you need the claw to do the STDs? Uh,
0: little? You you still have to do the claw for that little the STD. It's like the scrape or the the,
1: the crank. I guess it's more of a crank. It's more <laughs> of a. It's more of a yeah a crank kind of like a it's more of a curling iron from hell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is what it looks like your doctor might also recommend your annual mammogram as part of your annual exam if you're getting to that point and they will also likely do um, annual testing for chlamydia and gonorrhea for sexually active adolescents and young women up to age 25 and is that then age just
0: you know it's like oh up to t- age 25 you're
1: a little bit more like risque Maybe, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Why? Why is it? Because it, beyond 25, are they not testing us anymore? I feel no, like they, they tested do. Me the last I mean, time. they they
0: ask me now because I'm over 25. Like, do I have any new partners? And I'm like, no. Same,
1: same, same, same one.
0: one. Not in a bad way, Joe. <laughs> same Same same. old guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so they'll do that and then they're also going to do routine HIV testing for all sexually active women beginning at age 19 until 64 so you wonder why 64 why 64 because you know old people get freaky yes they do they They definitely could get HIV Oh, yeah. The nursing homes are, like, rampant with STDs. Yeah. Because they have no risk of getting pregnant. And they're like, we're going to die soon anyways. We're just going to – balls to the wall, literally.
0: Literally balls. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Anyways, I could get even more graphic with that. Um, (laughs) The next (laughs) annual appointment you need to have – And I'm looking at you, Natalie, is your dental appointment. The American Dental Association says a yearly cleaning is recommended for overall dental health. And if you're prone to things like cavities, weak enamel, or gingivitis every six months, may be a better option for you, which I think people go twice a year. I go twice a year. Yeah. And they also recommend a checkup, even if you're not experiencing any symptoms, as you can still have a dental problem only a dentist can diagnose. And just so you guys are aware, dental insurance is actually separate from your primary health health insurance yeah don't get
1: don't get bamboozled and go in there
0: but also my mom told me she never had done her, her whole life she's like and i always went twice a year it's like 150 bucks yeah
1: clean teeth cleanings are not that expensive uh, it just if you have to do work that's where it gets pricey, right if they're like okay we've cleaned it and you also have 16
0: cavities yeah and then you have to come back and come back yeah. joe for half of this year was in the dentist really he had a root canal <gasps> it got infected how did i miss this um it's been this Sog and I feel bad because Joe I like I didn't have a lot of compassion for it because I just didn't understand what was happening. Right. Every other week this man was at the dentist
1: (gasps) and I was just like Joe like what is going on? This is why I have trauma about the dentist. He probably
0: went 20 times this year. I'm not kidding
1: he does he have dental insurance i sure hope so oh, he, I, yeah, I think because jesus christ it was insane it was insane i also just would like to say while i have not been to the dentist in a while i do take very good care of my teeth i just am extremely traumatized by dentists so natalie but we i am go. going to go i'm going to go in 2022 you can all hold me accountable okay we're gonna check right now, in six my, months, everybody. My toes in my in my shoes right now are like curled, completely curled. Even thinking about it, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it.
0: i just start crying. Oh
1: God, I really, I could talk about it forever. It's my worst fear, but I'm not afraid of eye exams, which is another thing you got to do annually. So the American, how do I say this? Optometr, optome- optometric, o- the, optometric, the optometric associate. The people that do eyes, they say. Periodic eye and vision examinations are an important part of preventative care, and patients should have an exam at least every two years until the age of 60. That's if you have twenty-twenty vision. Mm-hmm. If you wear contacts or anything, you got to go year, we're going, yearly. We're going every year. We're going every year. Early diagnosis and treatment can also help prevent vision loss. So, you're going to want to do that. And during your visit, they're going to ask about any eye or vision problems, medication review, and then they'll do your little exam. And actually, uh, a and I's optometrist, shout out to Donna Cooper. Ugh, love her. Love her. She's also Stone Cold Fox. She's amazing. She's, she's the best. She is the best, but she has – she actually takes pictures of the back
0: of our eyes. I know. I had never done that. I just went to her for the first time in 2021, and I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen the back of my eye before.
1: I know, but so when you go for your next year, for uh-huh. your yearly, then she compares the two to I actually next have to, to go back,
0: like, in the next few weeks because my contact – we're doing contact fit. Oh, I'm uh-huh. going to switch to dailies.
1: Oh, okay. I've been on the two weeks, and she doesn't
0: think – she thinks I'm going to like dailies better.
1: Oh, I'll be curious to know. Yeah. And also – like dental, eye care is typically not included in your medical plan, Yeah, but you can purchase it separately, obviously, and usually the most common eye care coverage in the United States is called VSP. I think I have that. So almost everybody does, and they always ask, do you have VSP? So like, that's what that is, yeah. you guys.
0: Okay, and then the last of the annual appointments, you guys, get your little list out. Are you doing all of this is your dermatologist appointment. So you should visit your dermatologist at least once a year for a skim, skim. For a Kim Kardashian skin a- examination, <laughs> a skin examination. Skin screenings are one of the most important reasons that you see your dermatologist on a yearly basis. A person's skin can change a great deal in 12 months. It is essential to regularly examine the skin to ensure that any concerns or issues are identified. Skin screenings are conducted to identify any area of concern on the skin, especially those that are potentially cancerous or precancerous and as somebody who has a lot of moles on their body and my face I've always been super proactive about going and just making sure they're looking at the moles on my body and they're measuring them and the color and everything and I always look for new ones because I got moles
1: everywhere every time I shower I look at my back in the mirror like before I hop in and just do a little quick overview my back looks like a tortilla like, like you know, oh, what there's I mean? a lot of like freckles. Like, you have a lot of freckles. <laughs> yes, and my skin, I feel like uh, when I like 26 to 27, my skin completely changed. And then we did go to the der- I did go to the dermatologist. Yeah, and. Corinne hooked me up with hers, so we do also share that one.
0: Yes, we do. So
1: shout out to Dr. Yoon. She is also a Stone Cold Fox.
0: Yeah. And then annually, again, like your appointments and the type of doctor's visits that you have to do are going to change over time, especially with your age. So in your 40s, women start getting the mammograms, like we said. Mm-hmm. Also in your 40s, an annual rectal exam or oh. a PSA blood test from your primary care doctor. Um, you do that to screen for prostate cancer. So yeah. this
1: that's for, the, that's for the males. For the males. There are any.
0: And then in your 50s, this is an important screening that can detect early signs of… Colorectal. Colorectal cancer. And in your 50s, you they to get a colonoscopy to remove polyps and tumors. And then if your colonoscopy shows no signs of cancer, you can usually wait 10 years before getting another one. But they're actually recommending to get colonoscopies a little bit earlier now.
1: I was going to say 10 years seems like a long time. Yeah,
0: I knew that. And then also in your 50s, you can… Our guests are recommended to get a lung CT scan every year for smokers or former smokers who quit in the last 15 years or other high risk individuals from ages 55 to 80. So let's just say this right now. Can we guys stop? Can we stop vaping? Okay.
1: The vaping. What, what's the going vaping. on with the vaping situation? Especially in restaurants. I'll look over and there's like a cloud coming. I'm like, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing every over here? You're going to have to
0: start doing this in your 50s.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So as you get older and you have more health issues, as we all likely will, it's just part of aging, some other doctors that you might need to see, and you've probably heard of, but we're just going to break them down. Cardiologists, heart health. Heart health. Endocrinologists, those are hormones, infertility, thyroid, diabetes. Gastroenterologists, that's the digestive system. Oh, I got
0: one. Love mine. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, I have had a rectal exam with him. (laughs) I'm just gonna be honest with you. Oh, I love the transparency. I have, and it's a man. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, but you love him still, so that's a good sign. Doctor Leo trezon love him. All right. Well, highly shout wreck. out to him. So yeah, <laughs> highly wreck. <laughs> highly wreck. <laughs> Esophagus, pancreas, stomach, liver, small intestine—all that—that's a gastroenterologist. Nephrologist, kidneys. I didn't
0: know
1: that. Urologists are for urinary tract for males and females. And also male reproductive health specifically. I've also been to a urologist. I have a great one. Oh, okay. She's got all of the yeah, reps, you one. guys. <laughs> Neurologists. Are, that's like your nerves, your spine, your brain. I Th- don't have one of those. things. Like, Well, that's for things like Alzheimer's, strokes. Okay, if yeah. you've got migraines, that might be applicable to you. But again, these are things as you get older. And oncologists, they're cancer doctors. They treat cancer and its symptoms. And then pulmon... I don't even know if I can even say this. pulmonologist 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 Mm -hmm. they focus on the lungs and the heart and they primarily focus on breathing whereas cardiologist is overall heart health Okay.
0: Okay, we got it. So that's your annual rundown. It seems like a lot, but maybe it is. But it's for for the greater good of yes, your body. You gotta do, and it. and we gotta be doing it. And Natalie's gonna make her dental
1: appointment as we speak. I'm
0: going to make a. Dental after appointment. right after this epi, okay. I need one
1: that's gonna baby me <laughs> as I cry in their chair. <laughs>
0: okay so let's move on to daily like what do you need to be doing to make sure that your body is in tip-top shape Mm -hmm. number one is to form a healthy relationship with substances excessive booze consumption over time can lead to liver disease up your risk for several cancers and heart problems and tank your immune system per the nih so if you are inclined to drink do it moderately and i mean we Drink on our podcast, but yeah. extremely moderately. Yes, so that's no more than one drink a day for women and two for men. That's what moderately is. Okay,
1: okay. Another thing you got to do is you got to steer clear of the opioids and tobacco. Yeah, the opioid pandemic is. Oh I mean, or God. not pandemic, epidemic. Geez, it's crazy. Actually, since 1999, the number of Americans who have died from Opioid-related overdoses involving both both addictive prescription painkillers and heroin has quadrupled. Wow. Quadrupled. The risks of tobacco are also very well known, but this still bears repeating. Smoking can cause cancer almost anywhere in the body. It can mess with fertility, among other ill effects. Yes. But... Back to the opioid thing. A lot of people, they get prescriptions for painkillers like oxycodone after surgeries or injuries. So if that happens, really make sure that you're aware of the potential for addiction. Yeah. Because a lot of people fall into addiction that way and they're like completely fine beforehand. And then they're like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely creeps up on you for sure. Mm -hmm. Another way that you can take care of your health is to actually take care of your mental health as well. Mental health is part of your overall health and well-being, and it deserves respect, whether it's... (gasps) That part. It it does. Whatever is bothering you, there is treatment if you need it, and it begins with you respecting it so that you can seek help and that you're not ashamed. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have episodes on how to manage anxiety and combat depression if you want to go back and listen to them. And really, therapy is an imperative part of all of our health routine. At least yeah. our health routines. Yes. Yes. For sure. If my mental health is not taken care of, I really can't take care of my physical health. Oh, a hundred percent. Exercise. I can't yes. get good sleep. I can't. I can't eat, eat, well, eat well. I can't yeah. do any of that if I'm not in the best mindset possible.
1: Yes. And actually, Just because with my diabetes, if my blood sugar is spiking or dropping or whatever, if I get really stressed out or something and I have not been on my therapy gang, my blood sugar can spike. That's insane. I know. So it really does have physiological effects. So, you know, we love mental health here. Get an appointment with a therapist. Here's one that is probably newer, which is limit screen time. So 20-something spend Hours a day looking at digital devices, and it's messing with their sleep in a major way. So the blue light emitted by screens tricks the brain into staying alert by suppressing melatonin, which is the hormone that regulates our sleep cycle. Too much screen time, especially at night, completely zaps sleep quality. Yeah. It also influences your hunger which I think is so interesting. Yeah, A lot of studies are showing that people who are sleep-deprived tend to have higher levels of hunger hormones, and they're less able to use their logical brain to resist food cues that are in their face all the time. So this plays a big role in weight.
0: You know what? I keep saying that, like, I – believe that phones we're going to look back on phone usage at this time the same way we look back at tobacco usage and we're like oh we we, they thought it was healthy for them but i can't even get to like all the emfs from the phones too which i I know are making us sick for sure probably but then just also all this stuff they're going to be like i can't believe you guys spent like hours a day doing that and thought it was good for you oh yeah people
1: used to think tobacco was like oh it was like recommended while you were pregnant yeah like recommended
0: i think they're the same thing and i think we're going to look back and think we were absolute fucking idiots.
1: I've really thought, I'm like, I wonder if my grandkids, i honestly thought like, will we have like social media and smartphones and shit? Or will it be like, this has destroyed an entire civilization? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: <sighs> okay, off what you just said though, sleep is so important to our physical health yes sleep deprivation has a negative impact on our overall well-being affecting your concentration and cognitive performance memory and other important functions it leaves your body vulnerable to infection and influences the hormonal balance in a negative manner so set a bedtime and stick to it and set a wake time and stick to it yeah your body will thank you for that
1: yeah and i learned that the hard way you yep she had 2021 was a tough time for corinne and sleep yes (laughs) all right we also got to eat for our heart so heart disease is still the top cause of death in the united states and has been for a while but luckily there is a very cheap way to reduce your risk of heart disease and other heart health problems according to dietitian andy balati eat better okay that's his he says go ahead and eat better
0: you do that.
1: Uh-huh. So you can start by eating more leafy greens and fiber, especially in the form of beans or legumes, and making sure you're eating omega-3 fatty acids. So those are in seafood, sea vegetables, flaxseed, walnuts, and chia seeds, and they're known to protect heart health in several ways according to the American Heart Association.
0: And we love the American Heart Association here. Yes, we we, do. we, we love them. Yeah. And another thing you can do, which is obvious but maybe not so obvious, is to exercise more and not harder. Hmm. Everyone knows exercise can help keep your heart healthy and your weight down, but fewer people know that exercise doesn't have to be intense to be beneficial. Past studies have supported this notion, finding that a daily walk can reduce the risk of stroke in both men and women, reduce the days spent in hospital each year, and can even lower your risk of death up to 39% 39%
1: Jeez. when
0: compared to no leisure time physical activity. So if you haven't discovered yet, you know, what type of physical activity you really enjoy, you could just start with a walk. Yeah but you can also experiment and maybe you can like knock it out with a couple of spurts of like hit, which is pretty intense, but you can also do like a yoga class, you can do hiking, you can do rowing, you can do really whatever your little heart desires. Yeah. And even if it's just a walk around the block, just know that is doing something.
1: Yes, to give a walk its, its shining star, my grandma was a avid walker. She walked every single day of her life and before she died the nurse was like i have never had a patient with stronger legs than this and she hadn't you know she was like on bed rest and hospice but she was like with even without walking for like a month or two months or whatever crazy muscular legs just from walking so hey there's something to be said all right sexy time have safe sex every time It's not always about pregnancy protection, you guys. It's also about protecting yourself from sexually transmitted infections as much as you can. Obviously, it's not gonna protect you from all STIs since infections like herpes and human papilloma virus can be transmitted via intimate skin-to-skin contact, but it's better than nothing.
0: Yes. And I feel like we're adults, and yeah. we know what we're supposed to be doing. You yes. guys, there's and no excuse. There's really, there really is actually no. There's excuse. There's actually no excuse. And then our last thing, which we I think we've said uh, many times, but maybe we haven't on the podcast. If we haven't, it's just a belief. It's a belief that we swear by is to wear sunscreen every time you go outside. Yes. Actually, even if you're spending even the day. inside, inside. Yes, the single best dermatological action you can take in your twenties is literally to just wear sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Exposure to ultraviolet radiation from the sun and tanning beds which i do not think people are going to anymore but maybe they are maybe they are maybe this is your sign you need to stop going they cause damage that can lead to skin cancer according to the national cancer institute so if you're concerned also if you're concerned about signs of aging like wrinkles know that uv damage can also cause that prematurely
1: oh my god i just had i remember my dream last night what was it i had a dream but there was a woman and she was talking to somebody in front of me and she said, oh, I'm like 32. And she looked like 60 something. And you could tell it's because she was in the sun so much.
0: You know what? I'm gonna put my grandma on blast here. My grandma, I love her to death, but she never wore sunscreen her whole life. (gasps) And she, I think, really regrets it because she didn't really get this campaign that like now we know, Right? she didn't know. And she's like, oh my gosh, I never wore sunscreen.
1: Oh, my God. I know. I mean, if not for the for the cancer risk, to look young forever. Yes. It's a win-win. Exca- it's a win-win.
0: Exactly. Well, those are our tips for your annual health habits and your daily health habits. And we hope that you guys have already started booking your annual doctor's appointments and have picked maybe a little healthy habit or two to yeah. incorporate into your daily life. And,
1: again, that not is as, not as going to the dentist this year. I will <sighs> – make going. her and I will I will I'm kidnap going. her from her home if I need to if anybody lives in Los Angeles that is listening to this and you have a I have a great dentist will he coddle me it's a woman will she coddle me I don't know I've only been to her once and I love her okay. but I don't I don't know if I can request that yet okay I'm nervous thinking about it but maybe I will end up going no no you are To this
0: particular one? Uh, To anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so should we circle back on the wine we've been drinking this episode and intro our hottie of the week?
1: Yeah. So our hottie this week is Mr. Adam Levine. Yeah. Because he is mostly vegan and he is dubbed the rock star yogi because he has not done a workout in like 10 years or something like that. Oh really. Like a like a weightlifting workout. We just use just just as Exc- yoga only yoga wow. exclusively and i bet you he walks too oh he probably walks his little tush off <laughs> and we are drinking sterling sangiovese one two adam levine what are you feeling for this wine
0: i don't like it i don't like it that much i really don't like it i'd give it a three i'm gonna give it a. you can give it whatever you want i'm gonna give it a one it's a two. It's a two. Two out of Adam. Two Adam out of Adam. Loving. Okay, so this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and today we're playing overrated, underrated. underrated. We're going to be giving what, our opinions on what's overrated and what's underrated. Mm-hmm. Natalie, would you like to go first? All right.
1: All right. I'm going to say overrated, and this is coming from me. It's a lot because I hate grocery stores. I get so stressed, overwhelmed. I can't do it. But I think self-checkout is overrated. Uh, because uh-huh, uh-huh. I feel like 90% of the time, something's wrong with it. It the never works. The person has to come over. It doesn't I register to... that you put a pack of gum in the bag and it's like, me, me, <laughs> and I do it again. I'm like, oh, my God. Yep. It draws more attention to me, which is, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. So that is my overrated. Okay. And then my underrated, I don't know, you might say it's not underrated, but you know when people always talk about like their favorite TV shows, like classic, right? Like yeah. it's like Friends, Seinfeld, Grey's Anatomy, things mm-hmm. like that. New Girl is so funny. New
0: Girl is, like, one of the best shows that came out in, like, the last In, like, the decades. 2010s. Yeah. No,
1: I, I – I don't think it gets enough credit. I think it, it should get more. Hilarious. I love New Girl. I love New Girl. I, I, and I feel like a lot of people really never watched it.
0: Yeah. Joe loves New Girl, too. I believe. I believe he said that he did. Yes. Because he's a king. <laughs> because he's a king. Oh, yours were so fun. Mine sucked. Oh, let me hear. You always say that. No, 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 no. You're not going to agree with my overrated. I think, and I had it this morning for breakfast, I think oatmeal's overrated. People love oatmeal. They eat it. It's the only thing they have for breakfast. Um, Every single uh, billionaire eats it. And I'm like,
1: it's not good. I guess, yeah, I can see why. It's It's not good. It's very bland. It's very bland. Why would you eat that? Because I can't eat eggs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm
0: not <laughs> talking about you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. It's a, yes. it's a, in general. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a universal you. Right. Um. So I think we're all lying to ourselves because I don't think oatmeal's that good. Okay. And I think what's underrated, which you may not agree with, is cereal. I think cereal's a thousand times better than that. Oh my god,
1: I love cereal. Cereal c- will rock my world. Cereal is my kryptonite. I was just thinking about this last night <laughs> because all I wanted before I went to bed was a bowl of cereal, and I, did, I cannot buy cereal. Because I will eat the entire oh, box. This? I have absolutely no problem with like control with like eating or e- drinking anything, unless it's cereal. You just you're I will unhinged. eat myself sick. What's your favorite? Oh my god, Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles is
0: really good. Oh, Mine was Frosted Flakes that I, I like. I
1: Love Frosted
0: Flakes. They're so good.
1: And then they turn the milk all – super sweet. It's just like it's, literally sugar in your mouth. I know. So actually I was at Sprouts the other day and they have like an organic version of f- Frosted Flakes. Yeah. So you know I got the box and I ate the <laughs> whole box in like 72 hours. I we, can't control myself. I get the healthy cereal now, which is um God, it's really good.
0: It's like a it's little like
1: cascade farms yeah, or whatever. Like a little
0: cinnamon O's uh-huh. that are gluten-free. And I th- those are really good, but they're not like so good that it can't stop. Right, right, right. You can't have a bowl and be
1: done. Right. I don't know if I could, though. (laughs) Okay, so you agree. Yay. I do agree, 100%.
0: Okay, well, great. Lastly, guys, we want to make sure we remember to remind you guys to sign up for our newsletter where we will – what are we going to put on – what picture are we going
1: to put? this? Ooh. Maybe a picture of cereal. Of cereal. If you guys
0: want that in your uh, <laughs> inbox, go to amidoingthisrightpod.com. Sign up for our newsletter so you never miss an episode. Uh-huh. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast. If you guys love this episode, let us know. We love to hear it. And
1: we'll, we'll see you next week. We'll
0: be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.